Here's what you can look forward to on this episode of Inspire Virtual Runs podcast. And then you also maybe get people out there just moving. So, I mean, even giving back on that level as well. Whenever I did the first race back um, in 2014, then I did have several people who had not ever run something like this before. And it was pretty inspiring to know that you mo- that, you know that the event motivated them to maybe look towards maybe a healthier lifestyle. And so that was a big significance to me. Welcome to Inspire Virtual Runs Podcast. Whether you are new to running or seasoned, get tips and the inspiration that you need to achieve your health and fitness goals. Now, here's your host, Richard Connor. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inspire Virtual Runs podcast. I am here with today's guest, Sonia Gonzalez. Sonia Gonzalez is the founder of Run Then Wine and has been a runner for over 10 years. Sonia has a professional career in the oil and gas industry as a cost controller of a multi-billion dollar natural gas pipeline project on the East Coast. She is an entrepreneur, inventor, and a PhD student. Her first official non-provisional patent was submitted in June 2020 for a baby bottle system that she invented. She plans on putting Rundin Wine on the map as one of the fastest growing courses in the U.S. and bringing positive economic impact to New Mexico and inspiring people to be more health conscious. In her spare time, she loves to travel the world and spend time with her grandsons, family, and friends. Welcome to the show, Sonia. Hi, thank you for having me. So what an incredible background that you have here. And, you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me was the traveling the world. Like, what has been some of the most memorable places that you've traveled to in the past? Boy, I've just been all over the place. Um, My ex-husband was in the military, so we spent a lot of time overseas. So I traveled a lot of Europe but um, I really love the beaches. So I've, I've kind of uh, spent, while I've been working on the East Coast, I've spent a lot of time in the Caribbean. So I've done Aruba, Costa Rica, Jamaica. And I have to say by far the, uh, the blue waters in Aruba have been spectacular. Um, and I've, I've really appreciated those to just be able to enjoy the sun and the clear waters. It's one of my favorite times, um, just spending time out on the beach. Oh, that sounds really nice. I love the Caribbean myself. I haven't quite made it to Aruba, but I'll definitely have to add it to my list. So, Sonia, I know that Run Then Wine started in, in New Mexico, but you're now based in West Virginia. So so tell me tell me about that. How how did that come about? Yeah, well, I I work here in West Virginia, but I'm just kind of back and forth. My son lives out here, so I I just come back and forth between New Mexico and here. And I mean, right now with all this going on, my job turned from um, having to be in a corporate environment to being able to work remotely. So basically it can be anywhere I want to be, <laughs> which I mean, Bermuda sounds really nice or I'm, or the Bahamas. But or maybe Aruba, back to Aruba. Aruba. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they've they've kind of uh, uh, was, uh, told us we kind of have to stay in the in the continental USA. So, <laughs> so I've been trying to make it my trying trying to make my way around and just uh, see the things that I see. Because, like I said, I like to travel and I do a lot of traveling international. But I'm gonna just try to 
uh, do a little bit of traveling here um, towards the end of the year now that that things have started to calm down a little bit and it's more acceptable to be traveling right now. <laughs> so I'm mm. going to try to, yeah, I have a pl uh, plans to go down to um, North Carolina and Arizona, uh, maybe up to Montana. So we'll do a little bit of tra uh, traveling for the remainder of the year. Okay. All right. Great. So, Sonia, when I first came across Run Then Wine, you know, I said to myself, now that's something I can get behind. And I'm sure that our Inspire Virtual Runs community can as well. And I understand that Run Then Wine is a virtual run that you started this year, but it originally started as a live race a few years ago. So how, how did Run Then Wine originally start? Well, like I said, I've, uh, or like you said, I've been a runner now for about 10 years. And when I go out on my runs, uh, my mind just gets super creative. And uh, my brother-in-law and sister, they own um, a winery, a couple of wineries and a, um, and a vineyard. And uh, back then in 2014, I decided, uh, wouldn't it be great? She had just opened her second location. And I thought maybe this would be a good opportunity for her to be able to to kind of get her name out there, um, she opened a wine um, a wine tasting room and a pizzeria. And so at that time, it only been, been a few years since they had opened. And uh, I thought it would be a great, great idea just to have this event. Um, I love to run and I love to drink wine. And I thought, she's got the wine and I can maybe get the people to come from. <laughs> so yeah, so then this is how it all became. And we had great interest. We had a lot of people come out. Um, because uh, new, the area is so flat, then we were able to get a few, um, we, we, it was a 5k, a half and a full marathon. And we were able to get it to be the, uh, the USATF course for New Mexico for the marathon. And then a Boston qualifier on top of an Olympics trials qualifier. So it was exciting to be able to to bring something like that to New Mexico because there's not really New Mexico doesn't offer a whole lot of marathons. I think there's one other in the state, but yeah, I I hadn't done it again, and this year I decided I was going to just try to do the 5K. But yeah, then then that uh, ended up turning into a virtual race <laughs> because of uh, all that's been going on this year with the COVID and all. And you mentioned that there's there's not a lot going on in terms of races in, in New Mexico. So what about the wineries? Is the wineries common in New Mexico or, or is that quite unique? Well, as well, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize how much agriculture goes on in New Mexico because it's kind of desert. And so I don't know that they realize how much great, um, you know, how many uh, vineyards or how many wineries are actually in New Mexico. I think there's upwards uh, past 50 wineries in the area, and there's actually a lot of great producing. Um, my brother-in-law, um, I think he was farming about 300 acres, and they'd sell it off uh, the, the grapes out to California and other states. So it's actually a really great place to, to grow grapes, along with other, other um, uh other crops that they do because it's huge on pecans and uh, pistachios, green chili. New Mexico is famous for green chili. So if you've eaten green chili in the Southwest, you've probably tasted hatch green chili, which we're extremely proud about. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. So, so you mentioned that the, that the race transitioned to, to virtual because of this pandemic. So 
you know, besides the, the pandemic, why would someone run a virtual race? Well, you know, just I, I think out of sheer convenience, um, a lot of times, you know, it's just a, a little bit cheaper instead of having to, to drive somewhere or fly or, uh, you know, accommodate yourself for travel, then you can just run it wherever you're at. Um, you can run it with friends. You can find your favorite path or, I mean, even even if you want to just run it on the treadmill, it's just a matter of, of just being part of something, being part of a, a community and and. I mean, being part of the running community has been phenomenal. There's just such great support systems. And it's just, I've, I've been super happy to be part of the running community since I decided to become a runner uh, so many years ago. You know, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that because for, for Inspire Virtual Runs, there's, there's two elements to the virtual aspect. So one element is just having this virtual community where we inspire and motivate each other to run. But the other element is virtual races. And, you know, what I love about Run Then Wine, beyond the wine, which which I truly love, but it's also promoting that, that virtual aspect for those who may be looking to alternatives for live races. Maybe they're just kind of getting started with... Um, with running and, and 5Ks, it's a nice alternative to doing a live race on top of, you know, our current situation with, with the pandemic. Yes, definitely. And I mean, you can just run it on your favorite path and um, yeah, and you, you can just keep improving your time if you wanted to. And, and this kind of just puts a little bit of, I don't know, it, it kind of brings a little bit of competitiveness, just knowing you're part of a race, I think. How does this virtual race differ from what you had set up many years ago? Like how did the, the live race run or work? And then how is it different now that you're doing it virtually? Well, um, right now the, uh, I mean, the, a normal race would be you'd register and then you, you know, you, you go wherever it is that you're going to run it, you show up and then you've got a group of other people that you're running basically against or with. And, um, you know, you go, you pick up your packet, you, you run your race and there's, there's going to be water stations, restrooms, accommodations for, for, you know, what's going on. You've got, um, you've got all kinds of other aspects where you've got, uh, blockades because of the, the streets are be closed off. And then you've got people that are out there supporting the race and such. So some, something like a parade, I guess, <laughs> like what you'd find in a parade. Um, the, the virtual environment, it, I think it's a, just a little bit more of a, I mean, you can possibly get a, a handful of friends with you if you wanted to, or you could do solo and you register online, you get your uh, shirt, your medal, and your, uh, in, in our case, you get a wine glass as well and, and a printable bib and you go out and you do the race when you want. So whether you want to do it in the morning or in the afternoon, on the weekend, during the weekends, uh, whenever um, is convenient for you, and then you log your time in. And for our race, I'm not sure how other virtual races are running. If you're not happy with your time, then you can run it again um, during the time period. Right now, we're, our upload time is anywhere between October 17 and November 7. So if you run your virtual race and you're not happy with your time, then you can go ahead and run it again um, and, and uh, you know, improve your time if you wanted to. So I, I think it just adds some convenience where now with a virtual race, you don't have to fly somewhere. You don't have to drive anywhere. You just, you can just do it at the your convenience. So if you want to just do it from your 
from your front door, you know, down the street and back, however it is that, that you feel most comfortable doing it makes it, I think it, it alleviates a lot of stress of, of trying to get to and from somewhere and making sure you get there in time the night before. And a lot of times these races are held on Sundays. And so then having to, to figure out a drive, you know, on Saturday and then maybe having to still get to work on Monday. So I think it leaves you alleviate some stress from, from the travel portion of trying to get to a race. And then, you know, if, if there's a ton of people, then you have to deal with all of that as well and trying to find a hotel that's affordable and such. Definitely. So the convenience factor is, is, is a big thing with virtual races versus live races. Yes, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, very, very important points there. Again, some, some folks just love the excitement uh, of having people cheering for them and other runners to, to compete with. So, so for those runners who are very competitive, you know, potentially virtual races may may not be for them, but for, for the rest of us, I I think it's a nice option and it's really nice opportunity for you to continue uh, what you had started with, with run then wine, right? We don't have to wait till the, the, the end of this pandemic for us to continue um, the, 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 the race. So you could, you're doing it virtually, which I, which I think is nice. And is there anything else behind it? So I know that you mentioned that run then wine was really, uh, based on y- your love for wine and running and also to support uh, your, your family with the wineries. Is there anything else behind Run Then Wine? Is it like um, is it like a charity or, or any other premise behind it? Well, I mean, part of the proceeds will be donated to a local homeless shelter. But, you know, I, I just try to find something that I've, you know, that will be able to help. And um, the first year that I did it, I donated it to the um donated part of the proceeds to the Wounded Warriors in Action uh, Foundation, which is based on military. Um, It it helps men and women that have been in the military that have gotten injured. And so they take these um, people out into the outdoors and they do some kind of hunting type expedition of some sort like that. And so I donated part of the proceeds to that when I did it last time. Um, and because we're in, because of the area, then, you know, we've got a couple of bases here in the area, one in, um, in Alamogordo, New Mexico, and then another in Fort Bliss, uh, or in El Paso, which is a Fort Bliss army base there. And so a part of the, uh, part of the people that helped with the, with the volunteering and such were part of the military personnel. So it, it kind of just kind of tied in for me at the time. And then I've just been part of the military. My my dad was retired uh, Navy officer and uh, my ex-husband as well. So I've just been part of the military life for my whole life. <laughs> okay. And, and, I, and I see that with a number of, of virtual races where some of them will, will – run for for charity or some cause and that's another reason to to get behind um virtual races if if it's for a good cause so so that's really nice thanks yeah it's just kind of giving back to the community and plus i mean whenever for me uh bringing an event like this to uh you know the the actual race whenever the money gets donated i mean you just kind of put put it back into something good um, and, and then you also maybe get people out there just moving. So, I mean, even giving back on that level as well, 
whenever I did the first race back um, in 2014, then I did have several people who had not ever run something like this before. And it was pretty inspiring to know that you, mo that, you know, that the event motivated them to maybe look towards maybe a healthier lifestyle. And so that was a big significance to me. Mm -hmm. And do you see that the, the virtual race is a way to motivate them to, to have a goal to work towards? Or how do you think that, that provides that motivation? Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, especially for people who aren't comfortable or are embarrassed. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm not a very fast runner. And so whenever I first ran my first few races, I, I just, you know, you kind of feel embarrassed because you, um, because you know, you're not a fast runner and you just feel like everybody's out going to be judging you when, I mean, in reality, the running community is not like that at all. Um, and, and people that might be new to running may not know that yet. Um, that, I mean, if you're, if you're out there, you're going to have people rooting for you regardless of how slow, or even if you have to walk, um, I think that, that the premises just go out there and, and do something. And I mean, running is just a good, a good outlet just to kind of do something for yourself and on your own. And I mean, you don't have to compete. And I think that the virtual, um, the, uh, the virtual environment allows that you can kind of, it's, you can kind of do it on your own. You can, you could just, you don't have to worry about, you know, whether somebody's going to be, if you're worried about, you know, how slow you might be running or that you just aren't completing it in the time that you, that you're wanting. I think that that kind of takes that part out of it. You just kind of do it on your own and, and, and hopefully that, that, that you feel some, some bit of satisfaction at the end of it. Well, I'm, I'm sure people will, right? So if you've never run a 5k before and, you train for it and the day finally comes and you run it and complete it. I'm sure not only do you get that, that runner's high, but also the, the sense of accomplishment, right. That, that you completed it. So, so I'm, I'm sure that they, they feel that way. Yeah, definitely. So, so now, now that we're talking about kind of the, someone signs up for, for the race, you mentioned the, what they'll receive uh, as part of signing up for the virtual race. How do they actually go about um, doing the race outside of, of running the race? Like, is there any special technology that they need, any special software? Like, how, how do people do this virtually? Well, I mean, if, if people are, they can use their, uh, any kind of GPS tool that they might have. Some people have running watches like the Garmin or, you know, some kind of smartwatch or you have your cell phone. We, we're providing an app that's available that you can use um, to, to run. Uh, we're, we're, we've provided some pre-mapped routes in which will take you to and from a winery. So that way maybe you can enjoy your, your, um, wine afterwards. Uh, we've got a, a couple of, of wineries that are participating in that. So if you, um, if you are interested in doing one of the mapped routes, then you can do that, or you can contact us and we can pre-map one for you, um, wherever you're at. If, if you're, if you want to just try to try to get uh, a run in your area, then I can also uh, put a pre-mapped route in your area as well. So just to make it easier, there's a an app called RunGo app, and it's a turn-by-turn -turn, uh, voice act, uh, navigated, kind of like you would find your Google Maps to do when you're traveling in your car, but it does it for the running community. 
Okay. And the RunGo app, is this something that anybody could use, download and use, or they need to, to, to connect with you for the maps? Nope. It's something anybody can use. Um, it's downloaded. You can download it for free, and um, it's free to use. Okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much, Sonia. This has been awesome. Uh, like I said, Run Then Wine, I think, is, is a great theme great cause and in, in supporting your, your family's winery. And I'm sure the Inspire Virtual Runs community will be interested in checking out uh, this this virtual run. So how can they how can they find you and how could they look into the details and sign up for Run Then Wine virtual run? Well they just have to go to our website, runthenwine.com and all the information is there. There's a short little video that I've also uploaded in order for them to maybe get a little better idea of what a virtual run is, if if um, they still wanna get a little better understanding. And we've made it easy for them to register. They've got some few, they got a few options they can make. Um, we've got different shirts that we offer. So if you want cotton shirt, or if you want something a little bit nicer, like a moisture wicking shirt or a razor back for women, so more like a tank top kind of thing. Um, yeah, and then uh, also, I mean, if you are in New Mexico and you and you pick up your packet, then we also provide you a voucher to be able to get a, a glass of wine at uh, Lunarosa Winery. Um, so if um, if they're interested, then that's something we can do. And we've also mapped uh, pre-mapped the route from uh, Lunarosa Winery as well. And that's my sister's winery. Um, yeah, so we've got a few people that are running that route, and we've also got um, the radio DJ. Um, he's going to be doing a live uh, a live feed with with the the um, the event as well. So it, it should be a fun a fun time. I mean, the weather's perfect for running in New Mexico right now, and it will be for the next uh, six to eight weeks. And I mean the the future of it, I mean, the hope is to really have um, more of the wineries involved and hopefully next year we'll be able to have an actual event, but I'm considering probably just trying to keep the virtual option um, open and maybe adding some other features to it as this progresses and we see how how uh, well the community um, accepts the virtual race. I think the, the idea is still pretty new, but I mean, people... It's just a fun way to go out and do something fun. Um, if you've got some spare time and you like to run, this is it's it's a good activity to to be part of. Definitely, definitely. And the point that you made about the the adoption of virtual runs, it is relatively new, and we've seen it increased due to the pandemic. But I think a lot of things, uh, a lot of digital technology over the last few months has we've seen an increase in usage and. You know, I don't really see that going away, even post pandemic. So, you know, we'll see what the impact is to virtual runs. But, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits, I think, for for folks to to do it. So, well, you know, we'll see. And it sounds like you'll continue run then wine. So that's a great opportunity for uh, our community to check it out even even beyond uh, this year. I agree. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again, Sonia. So for the Inspire Virtual Runs listeners, we're going to include this information in the show notes. So you'll be able to check out Run Then Wine Virtual Run 2020 and connect with Sonia as well as sign up for the race. So with that, thanks and have a great day. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Richard. Okay. Inspire Virtual Runs community. 
be sure to check out Run Then Wine at runthenwine.com and sign up for the virtual race. It runs from October 17th through November 7th, and the first 25 registrations from the IVR community will receive a 10% discount. Just use promo code INSPIREVR10. Again, INSPIREVR10. All of this will be in the show notes, and thanks again for joining us today. That's it for this episode of Inspire Virtual Runs Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Also, be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.